0: Welcome to the Brooklyn Tabernacle's Daily Devotions. Now, here is the senior pastor of the Brooklyn Tabernacle, Jim Simbola. Good morning, everyone. Anyangaseo! How are you in Korean? You doing well? Did you know that yesterday, the 11th, was my wedding anniversary? I didn't mention it. Thinking about it now, taping this. Yeah. We've been married a long time. You say, well, how old are you? Well, for six years, I had to do four services a day in our previous building before we found this building. That's true. Nine, 12, three, and six, each two hours long. That's the truth. We thought we'd do it for a year, year and a half while we would look for a building. We were naive. I was foolish. God worked it out. It took six years to find the building, get the money God provided, and the whole thing, fix it up. Six years, nine, 12, three, and six. When I got through with that fourth service, I just did three uh, Christmas time, the Christmas show, and I was so fatigued, the emotional stress of it and all that. I was so tired. I went home brain dead. But I remember I was younger, had more energy. But with those four services every day, praying with people, preaching, it took so much out of me. That's why I look so old. I'm 40 years old. This is the truth. 40. My wife and I started when we were 11. And, you know, where's you out? That's why I look the way I do. Used to be full of vitality and all of that. But you try four services every Sunday. Oh, was I tired in those days. They just put me in a body bag at the end of the day. They put in address in Queens where I lived then, and said, ship this body home. This is the truth. We would get and I don't know why I'm talking about this. Get in the car. I needed patient endurance. God gave it to me. We would get to the house, and it would be a cold night, and we would look at each other and say, how can we get out of the car and up the stairs to the bedroom? That's tired. But God saw us through. Has he seen you through difficult times? Isn't that good? And if he did it then, he's going to do it again. He's going to bring you through what you're going through. Oh, that's a good promise. And God says in 2 Peter 1, Add to your self-control, perseverance. He's able to give you that, like self-control. But add to your perseverance, godliness. And my uh, alternate book of translations, 26 translations of the New Testament, they pick out a few. Add to your patience, godliness, that 20th century New Testament, piety. Philip's translation, devotion to God. Uh, Basco's translation, The fear of God. See, that's an interesting word. We don't use it anymore. But I I remember when, certainly when you read books about 100 years ago, 200, 300, 400 years ago, Christians, they would use that word. Oh, that brother, that sister, she's godly. We don't use that word. Godly. You know the opposite of that? Oh, that's used a lot in the Bible. Ungodly. The ungodly. God is going to judge the ungodly. The ungodly mock Christian things. The ungodly don't care about spiritual things. But one of the signs of growth is to be devoted to God, to be a godly person. They're devoted to God. Their priorities are God and the things of God are numero uno. Yeah, they have a life. They have a job. They have to eat. You go on a vacation, all of that stuff. You raise your kids. But a godly person is a person who's devoted to God and the things of God, the word of God, prayer, prayer going to church, worshiping with others, serving God. They're godly. They look at the world the way God looks at the world. They value the things God values. They hate what God hates. They love what God loves. That's a godly person devoted to God. You can be a preacher and not devoted to God. You can do it just for money. You can do it just to make a living. You can go to church and sing in a choir or be a deacon and not automatically be godly. No, godly people, they're hard to find. When Jesus came to planet Earth, how many godly people did he run into? He did run into some. You remember when he was, uh, to go back to the Christmas story, when Mary and Joseph brought him for his dedication, shall we say, and there was old Zechariah up in years. There was Anna the prophetess dedicated to God, godly, waiting for the fulfillment of the promise, godly. What joy they have. What joy you have when you're godly. Because now your eyes are focused on things that don't change. You're taking up with the things, the promises of God, they don't change. So you can lean on them, rest on them. You're devoted to them. You have your priorities right. People who are ungodly, they find their pleasure, momentary satisfaction, in the things of this world. Which change? I just read about a guy who was the richest man in the world. I think it was Elon Musk. He went from number one to number two in the period of richest one in the world. The richest guy now, some man from France. He lost, his value he lost was something I think like 20 or 30 billion dollars in a week or two weeks or a month. So if your world is just money and holding on to it, you're in for a roller coaster ride. But that's what the ungodly live. That's how the ungodly live. They not only live for the wrong things, they sneer at God, they mock God, they laugh at God. Sometimes when I'm preaching, there's ungodly people in the audience. They'll walk out and storm out when I'm preaching the good news of Jesus Christ. No, they're ungodly. They don't pray. That's one of the signs of, ah, yes, good. Thank you, God, for reminding me of that. Ungodly people don't pray. They never call on the Lord according to the Bible. But godly people devoted to God, oh, how they run to prayer, the prayer closet, the throne of grace. So God wants to help us to be godly. That makes sense. No, I promise I'm going to be more godly this year. Don't. You won't. Ask God for the grace of consecration to a godly life. Say, Lord, rearrange my priorities. Constantly be asking God to do that. It's a daily thing. Give me this day my daily godliness. Keep me devoted to you. Don't let me be distracted. Don't let something infiltrate my spiritual system that will mess me up. I want to live a life devoted to Jesus Christ. So be it. Amen. See you tomorrow.